0: Welcome to Grow, Black Girl, Grow, a podcast dedicated to growing, healing, and uplifting women and girls of color. Listen as Kiata gets very candid about topics young girls and women struggle with while being girls, teens, and ultimately, women in America. sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk it about, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5 and 8 Hey friend, and welcome back to Grow, Black Girl, Grow. My name is Kiata, and I am your host. If you are new, hi, thanks so much for being here. If you are returning, hey friend, welcome back, and thanks for being part of this community. So don't be mad at me if you are a listener who likes to listen to this when I have it on auto-publish at 5 a.m. on Tuesday morning. It is currently 6.35 on Tuesday morning when I am recording this, um... I just had just a lot of other things that i needed to get taken care of so if you're new here i am now moving into my mental health check-in so um i just had a lot of things that i had needed to get taken care of whether that was for um other back-end things for the podcast or just things for the family and you know you got to prioritize i am a one woman show (laughs) so i got to make do when I can, and as long as I keep showing up, that is all that matters. So, if I'm going to talk about what I'm struggling with, I can be honest and say that I had been struggling this past week a little bit with um, harmony. I don't necessarily believe in balance because You can do all the things, but you can't do all the things at one time, right? So I like to believe in harmony. Like, how is all of this supposed to make sense and be fluid and go together instead of trying to um, strive for balance, if you will? So this week I had just been struggling with trying to harmonize all the things because, again, I am a one woman show and when you're doing and juggling so many things which I'm sure most of you are you know exactly how I feel you know exactly what I was going through and some things fall on the back burner and um I mean I dropped the ball with my family time with my intentional time and You guys know, before I said I was struggling with time management and just trying to figure out how to just do all the things, or at least as much as I can. So moving into the gratitude space here, I'm grateful that um, I put that prayer into actions and I reassessed my plan, reassessed my day, my strategy, and I think I have finally come up with something that works for my life for my family's life to make sure that I get as much done as I possibly can in one day. And um, I'm also grateful for the fact that I have been giving myself grace. That is so huge. On this podcast, we talk about growth and we also... Talk about being kind to ourselves, not just to others, but also showing God's love and kindness to our own selves. Um, so I've been giving myself a lot of grace in regards to whenever, like my thoughts are trying to make me believe that I'm not enough, or I didn't accomplish enough, or like I failed, or whatever the case might be. Like any other time, I would have been beating myself up for not having this published. But that was just a silly little thing that I had said for myself. Like, don't get me wrong, it does. it is something that keeps me on track, but it's not something that has to be extremely set in stone. Um, so for those of you that like to see it at 5 a.m., I'm sorry, but you know, life happens. And so I am giving myself grace and I am not going to um, allow that negative self-talk to take over me. I am going to allow God's grace to overtake me because the most important thing is that I keep his goal in in my mind in the full front. As long as I continue to show up, as long as I continue to put this out there, I did what I was supposed to do, whether it was at 5 a.m. or at 10 p.m., I still did it, right? So that was struggle, that was gratitude, and next is, what am I praying for? Um, Right here in this moment, I am praying for God to just continue to allow me to be intentional, continue to allow me to um, just create this new habit that I am setting forth in my life, for my family's lifestyle. Um, It's so easy to like envision the life that we want and even go as far as to writing it down but like where is the other part of that that is going to keep you going and that's the action's part so the action is to first pray about it right allow and invite God into the situation and then the next thing is to do it right God has already given me the victory to When said battle, and in this case, it's the battle of time (laughs) and getting things done, um, how am I going to harmonize all the things? And so my actions is to constantly go back to um, that list that I created for myself. I also made it digital this time so that I don't really have a choice not to look at it um i used to write things down on paper a lot and so if i'm not at home not around the paper you know i would forget and my mind would make me think oh i don't want to go i don't feel like doing that i don't want to do this blah 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 but now that it's on my phone i don't really have that excuse right because it's so much more accessible now so enough of me babbling friend how are you doing what are you struggling with what are you grateful for What are you praying for and what are your actions? Also, before I shut this space down for this moment, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at podcast.growblackgirl. If you're not already following this Thursday, June 9th, if you're listening to this in real time, June 9th, 2022, I am going live at 7 p.m. Central Time to lead you in a guided meditation. I am going to help you reset in the evening times. I absolutely love resetting in the morning. It is like a breath of fresh air to have that quiet time in the morning. Like, it really does bring me joy, (laughs) y'all. But the day can weigh on us, right? Like, just all the things that you have to get done, it can really, really weigh on you. And so I, by being led um, by the Holy Spirit, I decided to do a guided meditation this Thursday on an Instagram Live, just to kind of help you get an idea of what resetting in the evening looks like. And also introduce you to something new that you could create a habit into your own life so please join me on Thursday evening if you have the time I would love to see your well I can't see your face but I'm gonna say that I would love to see your beautiful face anyway (laughs) um so yeah I think it'll be really nice to just do something different continue to put out positive vibes (laughs) um Just to continue to vibrate higher and uh, just invite the Holy Spirit into our space and, you know, let God lead us. So I hope to see you there, friend. Uh, Women endure entire lifetimes of these indignities in the form of catcalls. Groping, assault, oppression. These things injure us. They sap our strength. Some of the cuts are so small, they're barely visible. Others are huge and gaping, leaving scars that never heal. Either way, they accumulate. We carry them everywhere to and from school and work, at home while raising our children, at our place of worship, anytime. We try to advance. Michelle Obama, becoming. When I saw that hook, friend, I was like, see, you own it, Michelle. You are on it. Today, we are talking about protecting ourselves as we are moving through our journey of becoming. Also, I have my coffee here because it is 6 a.m. I gotta have my coffee. So if I stop here and there, it is so that I may get a sip of my coffee. I have been drinking. Um, I have a Keurig, so I've been getting a coffee pods from Costco. This is a. This has nothing to do with the podcast. However, go to Costco, get your card. If you have Sam's, go to Sam's, get your card. Not like a credit card, just get a membership card and save some coins, friend. Inflation is real out here and I need to save my coins, okay? So I have been getting that big old thing of coffee pots from Costco. It's like $40. However, I have not had to buy coffee for two months. But here I am contradicting myself talking about saving coins. And I was just at Starbucks yesterday. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about saving these coins, okay? So go to Costco, go to Sam's, get a membership. For those of you in the U.S., I have no idea what y'all have in other countries. Sorry. But if you're in the U.S., get you a membership card, friend. Your pockets will thank you. Unless you're like me, that still goes to Starbucks. Mm. I'm going to have to pray for that, too. Lord, Lord, help me steward my money, okay? Anywho, back to the episode. Friend, <laughs> I want to do something a little bit different today. If you are a mother, raise your hand. If you are a fur mom, raise your hand. If you are some type of caregiver, raise your hand. And if you don't fall in any of these categories, then I just pray that you have a heart for people. And if you do, then friend. Raise your hand. So here we go. I want you to think about your child or your children if you are a mother. Think about your dog or cat if you are a fur mom. Friend, just imagine that person or the people you care about so much. Wouldn't you want to protect that person at all costs? No matter what. You're going to go to war for them just to keep them safe, right? I'm imagining you nodding your head like, yeah, yes, yes, I would. So why don't we extend the same protection to ourselves? Physically, I believe we protect ourselves for the most part. But why? Why do we often not protect our mind, our hearts, our well being, friend? Why is this so hard for us? We're constantly allowing both inside and outside forces to hurt us mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And it's so unfortunate. If you're a Black woman or even a woman of color, I 100% believe that we are expected and let me also add conditioned to take more as if our pain tolerance is just sky high out the roof. And I will be the first to admit, baby, I am the weakest link, okay? (laughs) I do not take pain well. The hubs will tell you it is not for me. We are told that this person is looking up to us, and that person is depending on us, and we have to be strong for so-and-so. Well, who is going to be strong for us? When do we get a break? When are we allowed to be vulnerable and not expected to be so strong? When are we allowed time and space to process our emotions? Okay, let me let those questions sink in. I'm totally hearing you say, so good. (laughs) I imagining the head nods as this resonates with you, friend. Before we proceed, be sure you have your notes. Let's remind ourselves of our guiding definition Protect means to defend or guard from attack, invasion, loss, annoyance, insult, cover or shield from injury or danger. Let me be the first to tell you you have permission to protect yourself. You are allowed to put up boundaries against whoever does not serve you. Just in case you needed to hear that, I am saying it, and I will say it till the cows come home. (laughs) This past week, I saw on an Instagram reel, a woman that said, the first thought that comes to our mind is a conditioned thought. And all I could say was, yeah, so good. If you listened to last season, we talked all about perspective and unreal or untrue thoughts that come up a lot. So I say all that to say, we, friends, have been conditioned to think that we are not worthy of giving ourselves mental protection. That is the initial thought that comes up. And God forbid that we do, because then we are seen as selfish and in return, guilt-tripped by the person we are protecting ourselves from. If we look at the definition, we are defending ourselves from attack and invasion. We are shielding ourselves from mental, emotional, and spiritual injury. Meet me on Instagram and tell me amen in the comments if you believe that. Have you asked, how does this tie into our journey to becoming? Or perhaps, how does this flow with the anchors we have covered so far? Hi, my name is Bridget Pryor. I'm 32 years old and the word becoming means protecting my growth space to me. For example, when you plant a new seed, you have to create a protective environment from the outside atmosphere to make sure that your seed fully develops. When becoming, it is important to remember that your growth is essential and you must do all you can to ensure that the seeds within you reach full blossom. think about it like this. As you are doing this work on yourself, you are going to have so many attacks. The enemy is going to come at you from every single way and you have to be ready. You have to guard your spirit. You have to protect your peace. And most importantly, you have to protect your word from yourself. If you listened to last week's episode I mentioned that if you don't do what you said you would do, you will no longer believe in yourself. You will no longer believe in your word. And your brain will go into this automatic protection mode from yourself. And we don't want that. The enemy knows this. And what will he do? He will send a coworker, a friend, your mom, your dad, whoever he can to distract you. Let's look at the verse for this episode. The word vigilance means the action or state of keeping careful watch for possible dangers or difficulties. Watchfulness. The Lord tells us time and time again, we have to be watchful. And let me also mention that we have to protect ourselves from our subconscious mind as we are doing this work. but. More on that next week when we move into the release anchor. So this is um, off script here. I just thought thought of some a memory from childhood church. Um, I remember one, well, not even one. I can it's probably multiple services honestly, where um, the one of the female elders she would always talk about being watchful and. They used to talk about this verse a lot, the enemy he comes to devour, uh, Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy, you know, all of those verses, right? And so as a child, someone who has not processed or lived enough life, if you will, to really discern what that what that means, um, I used to think like a physical person, right? And, and don't get me wrong, you do need to be watchful from physical people. That part of your like defense mechanism, right? Um, to go go into protection mode, I think that's okay to be watchful of other people. However, <laughs> we have to be watchful of the attacks that the enemy will bring on our minds. And one of the biggest attacks that he uses is that negative self-talk right because like i don't know about you friend here i am still off script cuz i'm i'm literally just processing right now but i don't know about you but i i believe that it's so easy for the enemy to like, get to us whenever it comes to negative self talk, whenever it comes from the people that are closest to us, the people that we have to interact or inter- encounter on a regular basis, because it'll be a little bit difficult or a little bit more difficult to discern if it is him, right? Because we'll be so fixated on, well, that thought is coming from us. Like, we heard it, it didn't come from someone else. It came from us. And so it'll be just a tad bit harder for you to decide or determine, or shall I say, evaluate, right? (laughs) Um, If that's my thought, if that's God's thought, or if that is the enemy. And again, just like being such a, a, a little person Unlearned at such a young age, I think I just had this false idea that it's going to be like this super deep, like you know, I don't know, something like that. Don't laugh at me, but just like something really just out of the norm. Whenever you you first are learning about Christ at a young age, and you kind of can't really tell the difference between is it going to be like some random old voice that sounds different. No, honey, it's not. It's not a random voice that is going to sound different. It's going to sound like you. And I'm pretty sure there's somewhere in the Bible where it talks about how the enemy will come clothed and dress like something that looks good. But as all these old saying goes, the grass ain't always green on the other side. Everything that glitters ain't gold. All of those Um, are those considered euphemisms? I don't know, I have to look that up, but whatever those things are called, um, all of those things, like that's coming from the Bible. It's coming to tell you in a different way, in a different perspective, how the devil will come at you, how he will use your mind as a tactic to get to you, right? So your own negative self-talk, your parents, your brother, your sister, even your co-worker, your best friend, all of those people, even, again, even yourself, you and those people can easily be influenced by the devil, by the enemy, if you are not being mindful, if they are not being mindful. So if we want to go back to the example of negative self-talk, that's huge. It is so huge and We have to stop thinking about the devil, the enemy, and his attacks in um, ways as, you know, like sinful acts or even health. Both of those things are huge. He totally still comes and attacks people in those ways, but he will most likely start with a self-talk because that, friend, that's not something that's easy to discern because you're not mindful. It's coming from your subconscious. It's stemming from a situation that probably did happen in your childhood, something that is, in fact, factual. However, the thoughts that might be associated with that factual situation, the emotions that might be associated with that factual situation, doesn't have to ring true, right? This is why mindfulness is is so important. And it's something that I am working to make sure I'm incorporating more. And it is getting a little bit easier for me now that I've been on this journey for a longer period of time. But it ain't always easy. It's not. Okay, anyway, back to my script here. (laughs) Um, Okay, friend, this is good. (laughs) This might be a bit of a lengthy episode, so I apologize in advance, but this is real. And I know this because I have dealt with it. I have beat myself up time and time again for going down the same path and questioning. Why am I not growing? Why am I still failing the same tests? I used to tell God, Lord, I know what I want. I know how to get there but why can I not get there? Where is the bridge that I'm supposed to walk to to get from the here and now to over there? Where's that bridge? Where's that path? Those, friend, were the questions I used to ask myself year after year. And then the Lord told me it was because I wasn't protecting myself. As you were doing this work, friend, You are in such a vulnerable state. Think of a wound that is healing. It's not bleeding anymore, but you still see the flesh, right? You need to put a Band-Aid on it to protect it from bacteria. Same for your journey to becoming. There will be people in your life who will not be a good fit for the person God is leading you to become. And that's okay. Mourn what y'all had. But baby, keep pressing because whatever you won't do or be for God, he will give it to someone else. And that, I know that firsthand too. So protect yourself by honoring what you said you are going to work on and overcome. And let me add that it's easy to protect a physical wound because you can see it. This mental work? Baby, you can't see that. <laughs> That's why I said create a list. This is continuing to fight back against the enemy. God said you have the victory, that the battle is already won. So why not go into this journey knowing you will be who God has called you to be? You just need to be cognizant enough to fight back. Okay, friend, breathe. Let's reconnect with the breath of life here. Because this, this is something else. What does protection look like for you, friend? Imagine that person that triggers you. How can you shield yourself from them? Y'all know I'm a visual person, so go back to the list you, e- you evaluated. Look at the traits you want to overcome. Write down next to it what protection looks like to you in this state of vulnerability. This phase is probably the most vital, as you will be in a constant battle of the mind as you are trying to unlearn and uproot old habits, old thoughts, ultimately the old you, and put on the new you that is rooted in God. So, I have been reading this book called Choose Joy. Such a beautiful book. the cover is great, and you know sometimes you can see a cover that's really pretty. But like the pages are also great; like they're so colorful and pretty. And anyway, that's not important. <laughs> the, the important part here is, I was reading the book, and the author mentioned that when you're choosing joy, you have to think about it in three categories: past, present, and future. And so I think I'm on the past portion of it and she talks about how as you are doing this work of choosing joy ultimately you are reparenting yourself and I've heard that term used before um, in other readings that I've done and as I was reading here recently it brought that back to my remembrance and so as you are in this state of becoming you are essentially reparenting your inner child. You are being the parent that you needed or wanted when you were little. You are parenting yourself and giving yourself the tools, um, the insight, all the things that you need as you go throughout your life, as you go throughout this journey of becoming. And... Um, I don't have the book in front of me, but one of the quotes or one of the pieces of the information was a quote by someone, um, and if I had time, I'd get up and go get the book. But basically, it was talking about the afternoon life and the morning life, something of that nature. I don't know if you've heard it before, but you can definitely Google it, afternoon life and morning life. And um, some information about it would come up because I did look it up. But anyway, so my interpretation of that is the afternoon life is your adult years. It's the time where you are, you know, on your own. You're starting your own life, whether that be you have a family, kids, careers, all of those things that you are doing after you leave your parents. The morning life is your childhood, it is the time that you have with your parents, everything that you learned during those critical moments of your life of growing up. And so the quote basically said that um basically in a nutshell, it's like you leave your parents' house and you think that you're ready to take on the world. And then the world hits you and you like, dang, I'm not ready to take on the world. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. And so for those of you that have gone to college and more specifically, the, those undergrad years, because I know I 100% felt like this after graduating college, it's like they send you out into the world where you think that you're an adult and you're ready to to do things like pay bills and all these other things. And you're met with like, dang, I'm not prepared, right? So th- I think that's kind of like what that quote was talking about. And so as we're sitting here talking about protecting ourselves in this journey to becoming, it's so important that you protect yourself and you give yourself grace as you are maneuvering this journey because you are not prepared and that's okay. Your parents did everything that they could with the resources that they had. And I mentioned this last last episode I wholeheartedly believe that we cannot um, be resentful towards our parents or towards our caregivers, the, the people who raised us. We cannot be frustrated with them, angry, all the things. I know that from firsthand because I felt that way. And it did me no justice. It did not serve me. So if you are angry with your parents, if you are frustrated with them, whether they be alive or gone. Release them from those, I don't want to say unnecessary feelings because you are allowed to process and feel the way that you want to and feel that, right? Feel that, and that's okay. But let it go because your parents did the best they could with the resources that they had. It is up to you now that you are an adult. I'm assuming you're an adult if you're listening to this. And if not, that's fine because now you have the wisdom to do better. So Now that you have the tools that you need, you can give yourself what you feel like you need, right? Do that for yourself. Don't feel like other people are are obligated to give you what you need, even if it is your parents, even if you do feel like you ain't asked to come here. And that's okay because none of us did, but we're here for a purpose that is greater than us. So don't be bogged down by frustration and anger and resentment. But use that energy to go out and get what you need. The fact that you're listening to this podcast means you're already on that path of giving yourself what you need. So reparent yourself. Think about all the things you wish you would have had growing up. Think about all the things that you wish would have been told to you growing up. And just reparent yourself. Don't give that power to anybody else because you know what you need. And pray about it. Because God knows what you need, too. He will lead you to the resources, to the people, to the things, to the tools for your toolkit. And they'll be there when you need to take them out and put them in place. Yeah, I am going so off script here. Um, Let me find my place. I'm Anderson Cryer, and I'm a 34 year old wife, mother, servant, and working professional. For me, the word becoming represents the process of dreaming, creating, and refining. I am becoming the woman of my dreams every time that I give myself space to envision the life that I want, fiercely pursue it, and make adjustments as needed. Even when opportunities for growth don't present themselves, I'm prepared to create them for myself and for others. So, be watchful of who the devil will bring into your life to tell you sweet nothings because it will confuse you even more. Your mind and your heart will be open, so you cannot let it be open to just anything and anyone. Be careful with who you share this list with. I definitely believe you should share it with the people you trust so that they can hold you accountable. But discern through the Holy Spirit who is worthy to be on this journey with you. Friend, are you okay? I still struggle with boundaries to this day. And I've been working on this for the last seven years. It's not an easy task. But I will share with you that I have made so much progress because I have decided to shed certain titles and ideas from people in my life, which made the boundary a bit easier to keep up. I have felt God's peace. And I said, I don't want to feel any other way but this peace. Because I know when I come in contact with so-and-so, that peace will be gone. So keep these things in mind. This is about you, friend. You deserve to be selfish right now because of the beautiful butterfly that you will bloom into once this journey has concluded. Okay, friend, <laughs> script is over. That was a lot. And I'm just so blessed to be led by the Holy Spirit this morning. I hope that you were blessed too. Um, because a lot of that stuff I didn't think about until it being here in the moment. And I just went with it. So I hope that it was something that you needed to hear. So meet me next week when we talk about release. I'll see you there. That's our time, friends. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Grow, Black Girl, Grow. Always remember, everything in this episode is my opinion and experiences outside of the things that I Google. (laughs) This by no means is a replacement of seeing a licensed therapist or a primary care physician. Keep growing. Peace and love, friends. Thank you for listening to Grow, Black Girl, Grow. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and are eager to come back next week. Be sure to follow Grow, Black Girl, Grow on social media at podcast.growblackgirl. Subscribe to the podcast for future episodes and leave us a review so that we can continue to grow this community.